We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. I mean this completely seriously. If I told you that you going into the slate that you knew Roberts was going to score one point, do you still play him? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, excuse me, joining this Friday, April 2nd by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's three-game Premier League slate. Jordan, we just came off of an international break. It feels like uh, we haven't spoken in about eight years. Um, what's up? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't paid attention to soccer since the international break. I mean, pretty much it's it's all EPL for me. And, uh, and and now MLB is back, so play by MLB DFS, NBA, I'm, I'm done with. <laughs> NBA, NBA is, is picture soccer, but, like, we have these split slates where we always are like, well, is this guy going to start? Is that is, – he's questionable. Is that – and we go, okay, this is, this is, this is untenable. It's a long – it's a three games over eight hours, and you have to plan ahead. And then you have NBA DFS where they have, like – like eleven games over like two and a half hours, and like that's even worse. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't even matter. Like at any moment, anyone could sit. Whole teams could sit. You know, so so I'm 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 happy to just be back to 
wondering what Man City's lineup is going to be rather than than have to wonder what anything's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we've been having a lot of these Saturday slates without big teams. Um, we sporadically have like the uh, Man City overwhelming favorite and we just stack them and move on. But like this slate has some decent teams on it and it's kind of nice to have a Man City slate that's not a, a real Man City slate. Right, I think I think I think most likely you're playing one guy from Man City, and and it's going to be weird because uh, I think most of the year exposure is going to actually be in the first game. I'm going to make an argument for two. For for two players from the first game, two Man City players. Oh, two Man City players. Okay, I don't I don't I don't know if I'm on board with that. Okay, we'll have to. It depends on how they line up. I yes, think, it does. I think, I think I know who you're going to talk about, and it's going to really depend on whether or not he starts. Yeah. We know he's not. We know he's not going to start next year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we well have played. to play him as much as possible before that. Yeah, happens. you got to get. Yeah, you, exactly. His utility's gone after this season. Right, but obviously we're to Man City. They're not the biggest favorite on the slate. They're nope. minus one sixty-seven on the road to Leicester City, uh, two and a half total. So it's it's actually it's actually the lowest total on the slate, mm-hmm. which is weird for the Man City game to be the lowest yeah. total on the slate. But the biggest favorite is Leeds at home, minus 182 against Sheffield, who are horrible. Uh, that's the highest total. That's uh, maybe the highest total. No, it's not. Okay, but only by a hair, by a hair. Uh, but the, the highest total game is Liverpool at Arsenal. Uh, Liverpool plus 128 road favorite. That's a little over two and a half total. But none of these games are three total games. Yeah, no. This this is a slate that you don't necessarily have to expect like tons of goals mm-hmm. on, but the way that the pricing is on DraftKings, I I think you can have a lot of exposure to the to the the non big teams. I think it's primarily going to be in the first game. Um, I agree. It's certainly more in in that game than than the others. I think. I think if you're like going in and ignoring the other two games, I think that's a mistake. Right. But at at forward, the interesting part about this slate, I think it's I think this slate is great for GPPs. It's a great GPP slate. It's a great GPP slate and a very frustrating cash slate. Mm-hmm. I think I think that the cash game lineups are going to have basically two high priced guys that everyone is going to have. And then it just comes down to how do I piece together a lineup with those two guys that. I could fill out the rest. But yeah. I, the way I looked at it was, uh, I actually don't think the cash construction is difficult. Um, because the like construction once, isn't difficult just to who to choose yeah. in like the four to five K range. Cause you have a whole bunch of stuff where it's like, you're not thrilled about playing any of these guys, but you can probably have to play two or three of them. It's a, it's a lot of guys who are just guys. Um, and the only reason you're even looking at them is because they happen to fit. Like, it's one of those where sometimes people don't like to uh, play certain guys because it just like walks you into a construction. Uh, but I think if you don't walk into that construction this week, it's a mistake. Right. But for GPPs, there are tons of guys in like the six to eight K range that like you can make so many combinations of like who could score goals on this slate. And they're all six to eight K and they all don't have the greatest of floors. So they're not like, like if they don't score a goal, you're in trouble. You're dead. Yeah. Uh, but they're just a lot of, them. I mean, like just 
like that ownership is going to be pretty spread out. Yeah, I I think the really interesting thing about this slate is that I think there are clear cash plays. And a lot of times on slates like that, uh, we talk about how like GPP lineups just don't have to be drastically different than cash lineups. You know, you can just tweak one or two spots. But I think like you can make a very, very good cash lineup. And then you can make 50 GPP lineups with none of the guys in your cash lineup. Right. Like literally none of them. None of them. Literally right. none. Right. But uh, at forward, you have to you have to think that the, the, the highest on forward on the slate is going to be Rafinha at 10,000. Yeah, no doubt. Right. He's going to be on a nearly, nearly a monopoly of set pieces for the biggest favorite leads against the worst team in the league. That's it. I mean, what, what more of a case do I have to make for that? There's, there isn't one. That, right. I mean, to me, the question is: is who do you play in the second forward spot? And not to skip over to midfield immediately, but Kevin De Bruyne's ten five, and he's probably going to be in your midfield spot. Yep. So now, now if you're playing a ten thousand dollar forward in one of the spots and a ten five midfielder, uh, are you going to be able to play? Like what? Who are we talking about? Mane, Salah, Sterling, Mares at ninety five hundred. I'd say if there's no way you're playing Mares, um, the only way, way you play Mares is is if De Bruyne doesn't start. And even then, I'm not sure you're playing him, but that makes it easier to play him. But there's no way you're playing De Bruyne, Rafinha, Mares. It's just not happening. Right. But how about in this mid range, in this seven k ish range? I mean, normally, like Salat seventy seven hundred. You told me that a year ago. Like I'd be, like, why are why why isn't he the chalk? Yeah. Do you think that he fits in the construction? Though I mean, like I I don't necessarily think Salah's the slam dunk play at seventy seven hundred the way that Liverpool has been playing. Uh But I mean, I think he'll be popular in cash. I mean, the answer is Aguero. Oh, okay. We just skip right over. <laughs> Are you I, sure he's going to start? I mean, the problem I have with Aguero is that you know he's in the he's in the second game, and is is he start? Is Jesus going to start? Is are they going to play with a false nine? I mean, what is is he? I think because of the, I don't think you're going to go so heavy in the first game that you're not going to be able to pivot off of Aguero if he doesn't start. Um, but I think every forward above him. Um, you have to say, should I play this guy or should I just play Aguero? And from a floor perspective, the answer is you definitely play Aguero. And from a ceiling perspective, it's not so much looking at the ceiling uh, outcome of Aguero, but the more realistic, uh, the probability of him reaching his ceiling versus somebody else reaching their ceiling. And I just don't see anyone between Aguero and... Rafinha, <laughs> that you're like, I'm, I, he, this guy is definitely better than Aguero, and Aguero is by far the cheapest. Right. I mean, it just comes down to a price thing. If Aguero was 7,700, you'd be like, okay, he's as, he's just as fine as he's anyone fine. else here. Yeah. Right. But I'm talking about going down even cheaper. Oh, okay. Like Bernardo? No, it, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm talking about the first game. What's wrong with Roberts at 4,700? He's oh. forward eligible. He's fine. He's fine. He's been playing 90s, uh, 70, 70 plus. He's going to be playing a central attacking midfield role for Leeds. The problem is that he's not really a playmaker. He's, I mean, he's, he's, 
He's a box-to-box midfielder that just happens to be central. Yeah. And, I mean, he does stuff, but, I mean, can I, can I get five points out of him? I think I can. I guess. I think he's, he's fine. But it really comes down to if you play if you play Roberts over Aguero, that means you could pay up a little bit more at a midfield spot or in a defender spot, and that may be that may be better than playing Aguero. But obviously, Aguero's ceiling is higher than Roberts. Yeah, I think, um, and we'll get into it. I think there are only two other guys worth playing on the slate. Sat like taking salary into account. That doesn't include, like, it's Rafinha, De Bruyne, and two other guys. That saving from Aguero to um, to Roberts so that you can pay up in one of your other effectively junk punt spots, I'm just not sure it makes a difference. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Why is Thiago still listed as a forward? <laughs> I have no idea. He would be more reasonable as a defender than a forward. Right. 5,000 right above him if he starts. My boy, Helder Costa. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I say the first game, the Leeds-Sheffield game, it seems like I, I'm more likely to play, like the cheaper guys are in that game. So like finding those four to 5K guys, to me, tends to come from that game, which means I'm locking up spots. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think we like them because we're like, oh, we have all these expensive guys to play, so let me get these cheap ones. And I'm not sure they're moving a needle at all. But what cheap guys on those other teams are you playing? Mm, no, Aguero. That's it. Right. Okay. <laughs> so then who else are you choosing from? Yeah. I'm trying to see. Let's see. I have one, two, three, four. Five, uh, one, two, three, four from the first game in this dummy lineup I made. Okay. So in midfield, do we have to talk about KDB? Like no. if he's in, you, you play, I mean, 10-5. Set pieces, Man City. Yep. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast for more than a for more than one episode, like yes. it's just why? Why bother analyzing it? Uh I don't care if he's healthy or not, I probably don't play Madison. Well, obviously if he's not in the lineup, I don't play him. But I think against Man City at eighty six hundred. Like he doesn't fit it doesn't fit the construction and I'm not a big fan of playing set piece takers for the for bigger bigger underdogs. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, salary is one reason not to play him. And my, I was going to say like, well, if De Bruyne doesn't start, then you have salary. But if De Bruyne doesn't start, I just play Foden or some other Man City guy. I'm not trying to get Madison in. Right. I think the conversation I, it, actually is more, not to skip too much, but like, would you play Tielemans if Madison didn't start? No. And even that, I don't think you do. No, I don't think you do for two reasons. Not yet. You're right. If Tielemans... Tell me Tillemans is on a monopoly of set pieces. Like, okay, that makes it more enticing. But to me, if Madison's not in Leicester's lineup, Leicester is a much weaker team. So, like, how many set piece opportunities is Leicester going to get to begin with? That's so, fair. like, like it's one of those things. It's the Zaha thing for, for Crystal Palace. It's like once one of or Graylish for Aston Villa. It's like, yep. like, oh, sure. Now the guy steps into a role, but now the team is just way worse. Yeah. So 6,300 even for all the Monopoly set piece of four of them. I mean, like what, what am I paying for? I mean, in that range, I mean, clearly I'd rather take uh, Odegaard. Cause, Cause Arsenal is actually not as big of an underdog to, to Liverpool than 
Leicester is the Man City, and I'd rather play I'd rather play an Arsenal player than a Leicester player. Leicester won the reverse five two. Well, that was a while ago. Yeah, what's the matter? So you play Odegaard over Gundogan? Oh, don't tell me. Oh, you're you're playing Gundogan? No. <laughs> no. Are we trying to win our money back? Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Finally. No, he's had he's had some bad games. He's had against Arsenal, against West Ham, six point four, one point oh. Yeah. He scored but for then, Germany of course, too. Four Just shots, three that fifteen points in Man United, and then against Southampton, he scored a goal. So it's just. I said in my article, like if I had the if, for some reason I'm in the possibility of playing Gundogan, I just play Sterling, even in a midfield spot. Like I just I'm not going to play Gundogan. Well, I'd rather go down and play like Jack Harrison or something. Sure. Do we think Saka is going to... I know he's forward eligible also. I mean, what happens if if Saka... I mean, is Odegaard going to be just on a set-piece monopoly no matter what? I think so. Okay. Pepe's in or something? Like, that's the... My only concern with Arsenal is predicting their set-pieces historically has been not the greatest. Yeah. Um, I think Odegaard is the safest of the group. Uh, but if you play Rafinha and De Bruyne, I'm not sure how you get there. Why can't you? You can. Maybe. Because you're playing, you're playing Roberts. In oh, a if moment. you play Roberts, yes. Right. There you go. See, now it all starts coming together. Right. Then you play Odegaard and then and, and Danny Sabalos or Jaka comes in. So someone else. It'll yeah, just, I mean, or they'll just it'll be all short corners. It, it's a very clear two v two, and I'm not going to take that side. Oh, what's the other side? Um, so Aguero? the Yeah, it's Aguero and John Fleck. Why? Well, why can't I? Pl- why can't I play uh, Odegaard and Fleck? Oh, and um, Okay, I, I'm not sure that works, but I'll try it. But yeah, but John Fleck at forty nine hundred, like that to me, that's that's going to be the chalk, like crap guy, like the the your second midfielder. Oh yeah, guy. like he's so the I'm not easiest. Like, I'm not scared of Leeds. They're the biggest. Yes, they, you're right. They're the biggest favorites. But like, it's no, Leeds going to just run over Sheffield? Probably not. I mean, probably not. Leeds are not the greatest defending defensive team. Yeah. So I don't mind taking the guy that takes most of their set pieces now and is a you know an active yeah you know open play he racks up points all crosses and fouls drawn and yeah he does a bunch of stuff. He's much better than Norwood or Lundstrom like right. They're really bad though. Yeah. What happens if what happens if uh, Calvin Phillips is in the Leeds lineup? Um I I like him more than uh, anyone else in his range. Right. Well, because he's playing for the, the at least the biggest favorite, but he plays in a defensive midfield role. So like a lot of his previous historical points, his floor comes from set pieces. Yeah. And to me, it's a hedge. If you play Phillips and, and Rafinha in the same lineup, it's like if for some odd reason Rafinha loses set pieces, it's like, well, it's going to go to Phil. I mean, who else is going to take set yeah. pieces for leads? So I don't mind the combination of a thirteen thousand nine hundred, and it's just like I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm on board with that for sure. Right. Is there anyone else down here? 
there's like nobody else anywhere. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just like, I'm not going to like Fleck is the reason I don't play Stuart Dallas at 5,200. Um, I'm not going to play Albrighton if he starts against Man City. Um, ben Osborne, even if he starts at 5,300. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would play Ferran Torres at 4,500, though, if he yes. starts. We wouldn't know that. Most likely he doesn't. Right. But you never know. But I would probably play him with Fleck, not instead of. Right. Defense, we're just plugging in TAA? Yeah. Basically, I mean, our, lineups, our lineups are Rafinha, De Bruyne, TAA, and then figure it out. Uh, uh-uh. Rafinha, KDB, TAA, Fleck, figure it out. <laughs> figure. Okay, well, I mean, Fleck is part of the figure out part, okay? I don't <laughs> want to say leave John Fleck priority. I'm excited to find out who this other defender is. Excuse me, so you can afford this uh, Rafinha, De Bruyne, Odegaard. Oh, you just got, you're playing like Laporte or something. Oh, I, I didn't even think that worked. Yeah, why wouldn't it? Let me see. I don't think there's salary for it. Where is he? He might not even start either. Right. Oh, he does, I'll it does do fit. It. You're right. There it is. Do you see it? Yeah, I think that's a terrible lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it together now. I haven't put it together. It's Maybe really... Out- hold on. Who is the other cheap midfielder? It, it's Black. Robert... No, it's the same thing. It's Roberts and Odegaard versus Aguero and Phillips. I believe. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound like that drastic of a 2v2. You of all people paying that much for Odegaard for set piece. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Hold on. I got hmm. my lineup right here in front of me. Yeah, there's more money there. Sorry. This, the, what's wrong with this lineup? Oh, you can play Roberts and Aguero. Yuck. What do you think the median score? It's much more doable than you thought it was. Well, it's. I I think Roberts is a is nothing. Like I I don't like if you're going to play Roberts, I think you're just as good playing literally anyone below him too. Although there's not many below him, he might be the cheapest. That's the point because there's not many below him. It's viable at least. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's viable. Is it the best? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not saying I'm thrilled with this lineup. Right. I'm just saying that it's viable. It's like, okay, this is doable. Yeah. But a, def- a, but a defender, are you, are you, are you paying? Like, if I'm going to pay up for anyone, it's going to be Robertson, and then the rest is just like, why? Yeah, I think the answer. I think it's Alexander Arnold. Easy. Robertson is a construction issue. Like if you if you want to play him, that's fine. You just know that you have to pay down somewhere else. And then I think I think I the think next you guy just go that to I look at down down there is like Alioski. Yeah, I think you just go straight to the bottom, and whoever has a blue check mark, you just play them. Okay, but people are going to play like the the the, the Sheffield wingbacks. Yeah. Yep. Ivan so, Bogle at forty one hundred, Stevens at thirty seven hundred, or Baldock at thirty five hundred. Yeah, so they're I, not going to realize that they're horrible. But yeah, so I brought that up in my article, and I pretty much said like, if you're going to play Stevens, just play Laporte or anyone below there because 
the floors are basically the same. Forget about clean sheet equity, but like, why would you pay 3,700 for three points when you can pay 2,700 for three points and use that thousand somewhere else? Right. Yeah, I just, there's, like, I get people playing like Jao Cancelo and GPPs, but like, I just don't see the reason to play it in cash. Um, anyone, literally, I don't see anybody like you have to play other than TA. Right. But you know what will end up happening is that, you know, Liam Cooper will score a goal or something. One of these overpriced center backs. Uh, I mean, yeah, John Stone's at 4,300. You don't do that in cash, but I mean, yeah, sure. GPP, go for it. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that 30... Well, yeah, I, I'd probably still play Ruben Diaz at 3,800 if it's Stones and Diaz. I think I still play Diaz over the Sheffield United guys. Eh, I guess so. You're not paying up at, at goalkeeper, right? Um, no. Uh, no. I was starting to write my article about how you should play Schmeichel over Ramsdale. And I pretty much just made an entire case for Ramsdale. So I just took it out and was like, just play Ramsdale. Like, I just don't think there's any, I, there's really no difference between the two. But I think there's a be better chance that um, Schmeichel gets lit up. Even though Sheffield United are terrible. Right. But I think from a correlation standpoint, if I'm playing more Leeds players, like I could play KDB and Schmeichel in the same lineup and like not lose much negative correlation. I mean, it's I can't the same... play. I can't play like four Leeds guys and then Ramsdale. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Are you playing that? I'm many? playing Roberts. I'm playing all these oh, guys. Roberts. Phillips, Robert, everywhere. Rafinha and Roberts. Okay. Right. And Calder Costa. I'm playing all the leads guys. So so I play Schmeichel with the KDB. But like if you're playing an Aguero KDB lineup, then I could right. see playing Ramsdale. I mean it would I mean we're we're what does it matter? Well, I, I, for those who are not playing Roberts, I think it's basically do you play De Bruyne and Ramsdale or Rafinha and Schmeichel? Like, you can play both of them together. Right. It doesn't matter. Am I the only one playing Roberts? Do you think so? I I mentioned he wasn't in your article, and I'm like, oh, he's, a, he's the central attacking midfielder for the highest favorite team. Like, we played Joseph Willock for Arsenal at, like, it's a similar price when in the same type. But, like, those guys that are just, like, they don't do much. You know, the Manuel Lanzini, Pablo Fornals types. So, like, why not on this slate? I think you are giving Roberts more central attacking credit than he's due. Like, I realize Phillips plays behind him, but I think Dallas is much more of that central attacking midfielder than Roberts. Yeah, but he doesn't fill a forward spot. No, I agree with you. We wouldn't be talking, uh, just to make it clear, we wouldn't be talking about Roberts if he didn't fill a forward spot. If he was only a midfielder, we probably would have just skipped over him. But that's the point that you're making is like, the fact that you would not play him in a midfield spot and only because that, that shows like how great of a play is he at 4,700 if you're only playing him because he's like the, he's the only check mark, like he's the cheapest check mark. Why do you like him more than Tiago? Because he's, he's, he's for the highest favorite team. Okay. He's the worst team in the league. I think they're basically the same. Okay. And if I had the, 700 
I guess it doesn't matter because I won't know beforehand. I was gonna say I played Bernardo over. Yeah, but you wouldn't Robert. even know that. But yeah. you wouldn't. That's the problem. You don't know. That's why I look at Roberts and go, "Can I lock in this construction now, so I don't need to worry if Aguero's in or then what do I do? Mm-hmm. Now, 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 what do I do? Aguero's not now. Okay, oops, whoops, oops, lost all my money. I mean, like, so that's that's what that would makes me more appealing towards Roberts of. If he's in and he's 4,700 forward eligible, like I don't have to worry about Aguero starting. Like it is what it is. Like I, I, no matter what that Man City lineup is, like no, no one I'm going to need to jam in because I already have KDB there. And if he's not in, then, then okay, forward in. I, I have a spot for someone because they're all forward They're forward midfield eligible as it is. So it's like I'd be, move, I'd be playing a Man City player no matter what. So why am I waiting for this, this $6,400 Aguero that's like, I'm not rushing to play. He, he still doesn't have much of a floor. So if I have Roberts there in Norguera, I just I don't feel like I'm losing anything. And I guarantee that I could fill both of my forward spots and not have to worry about it. I mean this completely seriously. If I told you that you going into the slate that you knew Roberts was going to sc- score one point, do you still play him? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, that's all I, I need. Yeah. Maybe that's all I need. I mean, who else that's, am I Well, yes. I, I I agree with that line of thinking. Like maybe that's all I need. Um, I'll make it up a goalkeeper, Andrew. I'm going to get a 24-point goalkeeper. Don't right. worry. I'm going to be playing Schmeichel, mm-hmm. and Lester's going to win one nothing. No, you know what's going to happen. You're going to play Schmeichel, and I'm going to play Aguero, and he's going to save Aguero's penalty. There you go. In the one nothing win, right? But oh, you're not playing anybody from Leicester anyway. It's a Schmeichel goal too, right? Right. It's a Schmeichel goal, right? He saved the he penalty counted. and then punted it, and it went in. Right. No, he doesn't punt it. He dribbled the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> he right. jukes out Ederson, mm-hmm. and of course, you're you're paying up for Ederson because for some odd reason, yeah. Somehow I got there. <laughs> somehow you got there, right? Because TAA didn't start or something, and, well, that's in the late game or whatever. There's some, whatever, whatever. He's going to score whatever goalkeeper you're playing. Right. Fleck doesn't start, so play Norwood. Schmeichel's going to score on Burn Leno in the Liverpool game. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Would you play Roberts if you knew you were getting zero? Isn't that the same as one? The same question? Yeah. That's like the same question. Oh, was one I could it definitely zero? No. Yeah, <laughs> that's taking it too far. No, well, if I well, truthfully, if I knew I was getting zero, I would just play Oliver Burke off right. the bench at thirty-five. I mean, then I just save all the money for a guy that wasn't even starting. Do you play Burke if he starts for Sheffield? Yeah. Is there any much difference between him and Roberts? Yeah, twelve hundred dollars. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I. I, I think you're making the point for me. Like my second forward spot is just like whatever, whatever the cheapest, you know, whoever the cheapest active forward is play them. It just so happens that Roberts could easily be that in the first game as it is. Mm-hmm. And he plays the biggest favorite. So like, I, I like, it's not like I'm playing. I mean, who else would it be? Reese Nelson just happens to be starting for Arsenal. Because all these other Sheffield guys are in the first game. Right. So it would be me playing Burke 
over Roberts or McBurney. McBurney, even, yeah. Right, or something like that. But, like, is Ox starting for, for Liverpool? No. That's a late I don't game even know too, who Greenwood yeah. is. Martinelli, I mean, it's just, yeah. who am I waiting for? Roberts could easily just be the be that guy. Just happens to be also playing for the biggest favorite. So, like, that helps. Yep. Then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I get it. If I get my one point, I'm fine. At least you filled that spot. Now, what I'm gonna, what's gonna happen is gonna, he's gonna get a yellow card. He's gonna get sent off. He's gonna have negative and a, a point and a half. I mean, you know, he's gonna score. Because they, because I, right? Because you always, you always have to mention me in the, whenever I pick the thirty-five hundred dollar guy that scores a goal. Yeah, when you luck box your way into one of these. Right, I luck box my way into everything. What are his goal odds here? Right. Now, five Sports and a half. Years, almost legal in Connecticut. See, profitably. I'm just a luck box. Yeah, I'm going to make a fortune when uh, mobile sports betting comes to Connecticut so I could just bet anytime goal scorer odds on these luck box guys you have. Roberts, you uh, plus you 300. Head, you, play, That's not... you play head-to-heads against me and you hedge. Mm-hmm. Plus and, 300. Uh, except, except for Juan Mata. Juan Mata, you have to do the, the assist line. Right, well, of course. Juan Mata never scores. He just has three assists. Right. On three set pieces. That he took because Bruno got tired or something. Ugh. Anyway. All right. If you guys need any follow-up for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. You can find all of his content over at uh, theoryofdfs.com as well as youtube.com slash Jordan Cooper. Excuse me for that. You can find me on Twitter at RotowireAndrew. Of course, uh, everything over at the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join that. Uh, if you are not a Rotowire subscriber and would like to try us out for free for 10 days, just head over to rotowire.com slash pod. That's P-O-D. Like I said, 10 free days to the site, access to all the sports we cover, as well as that subscriber Discord chat. Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck on Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.